Welcome to the Life After Life podcast, where we explore our soul's physical and non-physical journey. I'm Majana. Let's discuss angels, guides, and loved ones from the other side. Hello, friends. How's everybody doing? Well, we are in interesting times, right? So let's have interesting conversations. I so love it when this happens. It's like the energy is in the air and thoughts are energy. And it's so common for more than one person to reach out with the same question or a similar question all about the same time. I think that's pretty cool. So today I want to talk about this question that both Amy and Christina They were slightly different versions, but both of them emailed about the same thing. And so they're wondering about twins. When twins come in, are they in the same soul pod or even possibly from the same higher self? How does this work? Well, here on earth, who knows? (laughs) But like everything else, gosh, hard to believe I actually have thoughts on this, right? So I'm going to share my thoughts and really invite you to think about this because this is one of my really big desires in this whole podcast is just getting y'all to think about possibilities. And I think that we are very, very alive with possibilities right now. In uncertain times, we can really reshape our future and our lives, maybe in ways that we haven't been able to before. So maybe now more than ever, thinking outside of that box is a really good thing. And I love it for those of you that right now just said, box? What box? I don't see no stinking box. Ha! I always give my students extra credit for creative thinking. Love it. All right. So let's just say, let's back up just a little bit. If we're, if the premise here is that God or the source, all that is, wanted to experience God's self and decided, okay, the way to do that is to break into fractions, break a piece of God off into a fraction of itself and say, that is somebody's higher self. And the higher self says, okay, well, I'm going to break pieces or fractions off of myself and explore life in different lifetimes, different time zones, different cultures, different planets, everything that we can possibly imagine because we want to, God wants to experience the God self in every possible way. So the best way to do that is, and most time efficient, right? Because I'm sure that the source is very time efficient. So breaking off and doing this in multiple ways all at the same time. So your higher self has created a person named whatever. So my higher self created this person, Majana, in this lifetime. In my previous lifetime, I wasn't Majana. I don't know what my name was, but it was still a part of my higher self. And all of my incarnations feed all of that information and experience to my higher self and my higher self bring, takes it on up to the source. And maybe there's other channels along the way. However, each one of us has a higher self that we are all a part of. So why would it not make sense that if a higher self is saying, 
hmm, I really want to experience this life, but maybe from a couple of different angles. So I am going to go down into that dense earth as two separate people at the same time, and they call them twins. And what a better way to experience the same or very similar situations, have the same parents, the same time period, the same culture, maybe even look very much the same as identical twins or not, but definitely different personalities. And so the same situations may arise, but I get to experience them from two different perspectives or three if it's triplets or four or whatever, however many babies are involved in this. Does that sound reasonable that your higher self could break off and have different incarnations happening at the same time? Now, would would the twins know that, okay, we're actually sharing uh, the same higher self? Because, okay, so basically you have your soul and I have my soul, but they're pieces of the same higher self. No, they most likely would not be aware of that. However, think about those cool stories that you've heard about really, really close twins, even separated at birth maybe, and living far, far apart, but they have the same likes and dislikes. They can feel each other's physical pain or anxiety. They end up having, you know, marrying somebody similar and having kids about the same time. So they're so very connected, even though they weren't raised together. And so those that are raised together, and I I know not all twins have that connection, and that's not saying that those twins could not possibly be from the same higher self. I am very hesitant to ever say never (laughs) or use any really, really definitive decisions or answers of vocabulary when we're talking about the universe and possibilities, because everything is a possibility. And I think, you know, it's not only possible, but plausible. Who knows? There's so much going on. So I think that's just a really, really cool possibility and very realistic that a higher self could experience two aspects of life at the same time. Josie, right along there with with Amy and Christina, Josie came in with something very similar. She said, okay, what if there's like in vitro fertilization or genetic engineering or some other form of fertilization? How does that impact twins or multiple births? I think that's also a great question. I love the deep thinking. So same thing. Could the higher self fraction off and come in multiples. Of course, I don't think it matters how the fertilization takes place because regardless, it turn, it's, a, it's a biological function, right? Once those single cells unite and the division begins, that tra- the division of the cells and the growth of an embryo fetus baby progresses at the, in the same manner regardless of how the fertilization happened. So if it's not, if those twins or multiples are not from the same higher self, would they be from the same soul pod? Well, I think definitely. I mean, gosh, how much closer can you get if you're not sharing the same higher self, but somebody in your soul pod, how much closer can you get than sharing a womb? 
So there would be, again, real benefits to coming in as a twin or in a multiple birth situation for soul pod members. There's a lot of growth and really close proximity in sharing space there and sharing lives. So I think the door's wide open. Everything that you can possibly imagine is happening there. So I'm going to extrapolate that just a little bit. If you listen to Thomas's Daily Astrology or either of the other podcasts, you know that Thomas is into astrology. So going back to when I was pregnant with my first child, ever since then, I've, I've wondered about this off and on. Because scheduling cesareans has become very, very normal. And my thought was always, okay, I did not want to rush my baby on getting here. I wanted my babies to come on their time, not on my time or a doctor's time. And I know that there are pros to both situations. Now, Taylor did end up being an emergency cesarean, although I was in labor when, um, when we had to go do the cesarean. So my question about that was, how does that affect your astrological chart? And I was wondering about that way back before I even was into astrology at all. And the conclusion that I came to, again, is I think I was trying to or concerned about limiting the universe. If your higher self is so wise and can control so many pieces of your life to make sure that you stay on your life plan and have the experiences and lessons that you signed up for, well, why would your higher self not be able to help plan a cesarean or whatever, however your birth is going to happen? I think that that's all orchestrated really, really well. And you end up being born right when you're supposed to be born. (laughs) And then The astrological chart is what you were supposed to have all along. It's there to support you and show you along your life hmm, propensities and maybe strengths and weaknesses, and, and it's just another tool to guide with. So I just love this. The more I look at different tools like astrology and numerology and whether that's, uh, gosh, there's several kinds of numerology, yogic numerology, or I don't know what the other kind is called, traditional. These are all just elements, keys to help us along our life path. And then accessing our soul team, our guides and our angels, because we know they are always ready to help. But we have to remember that, right? Sometimes we block that for years before we realize, oh, yeah, they are there, and all I have to do is ask for help, and boom, they are ready to be there for me. You know, when I was pregnant with my first child, or maybe right after I had her, I remember saying, okay, this whole birth process is, the pregnancy and birth thing is all wrong, because it should be, when you birth a baby, it should be the baby, then the placenta, and then a handbook tailored specifically to that child to help you know what's coming and how to handle situations when they arise. And then I thought, okay, yeah, well, that would be great. And now the very cool thing is I look at all these tools and I'm kind of like, yeah, you know, we do kind of have that. It's not all wrapped up in a neat package for us. We have to find our way back to those. But it also makes really perfect sense to me that the 
infinite love of the universe would not just throw us down here on this dense planet to just figure it out, right? We have tools. We just have to be willing to find them and remember them and then use them. Well, I would love to hear your thoughts on this. Amy and Christina and Josie, thank you so much for sending in your questions. And we had a little bit of dialogue around it. And I thought, you know, that's kind of cool. There's some interest. So let's talk about it on a podcast. So those are my thoughts. And I would like to hear yours. I would also really like to invite you to check out our website, soulfoodtalks.com, S-O-U-L-foodtalks.com. So Thomas has kind of cut back on the astrology because he's on his readings because he's so busy right now. However, I've still got the sessions available. I've had some people email me going, wait, how do I, how do I find a session with you? Check out the website and there's actually a, like a, box that says sessions with Majana and that's a shortcut to get you there or you can just scroll down and there's um, I think there's three sessions on there right now one of them is for couples and other than that the other two is a one hour and a two hour so it really means how much time do you want to devote to this the one hour goes really quickly I'll tell you it's going to be pretty general it'll be what's happening right now And I'm relaying information I'm translating from your guides and your angels to what's happening in your life. If you want to go more in depth and really look at your soul lessons and where you've been, how those can tie in to where you are right now and where to go from here, that's called the deep dive session. And it takes two hours. It takes every bit of two hours, actually. And it is always so amazing. So other things, actually, very cool stuff has started coming up since the whole virus has taken hold of the of the globe, and the angels and guides and even and the goddesses have come in, and it's been very, very cool because they were telling me some things before that I was like, okay, you know, you they're kind of like talking about it, but it hasn't happened yet, so I didn't know what was going to happen. Their big message is things are shifting. We've been saying things are shifting, and now what they've said is it has begun. This is not an accident. Uh, Cosmically, this virus is here to shake us up a little bit, and it's only the beginning. That doesn't mean it's awful. It means that we get to come out of this in a whole new way that is actually very exciting, and they just keep saying it's going to be, it's pretty cool. We are evolving. This is the big leap in consciousness that we've heard about for so long and that our vibration is rising. And I was going, huh? I didn't see it or feel it. Well, now we're taking a quantum leap. This is this is the beginning of something really big, guys. So Thomas and I are going to be doing some live, uh, like Facebook lives. We have a subconscious mind mastery Facebook group and life after life Facebook group. If you're not in either of those and would like to be, just request membership. We'll be happy to include you because we'll be sharing some of this information. We're looking at formats on on going live and maybe even taking phone calls so that this is interactive. And we'll be sharing things that are, are coming up. And I'll be sharing what, generally speaking, is coming across in the sessions because they blow me away every single time. I truly never know 
what to expect. And every single time I'm just kind of left going, wow, that's, that's pretty cool. So I love meeting you. I do those sessions on Zoom and record them. And then I send you a Dropbox link so you can actually have the video to look back on as well as an MP3 audio only file if you just want to listen. All right. So I also want to clarify this because several people have also emailed about other things that aren't listed on the website per se, such as empath or um, sensitive people, kids, parents. It's like, what's going on? This, this is what's happening with us. How do we deal with this? So I do work with empaths. And it, actually, I'm putting together a psychic kids development class that I'm really, really excited about. I'll be launching that really soon. So if you're interested in, in that, please email me at majana at lifeafterliferadio.com. And I will make sure that you get information on that. That I'm just, it's really kind of turning into something cool and I'm excited. And then also, as we're all kind of in lockdown and close quarters, I was just speaking to Damien in Melbourne. Hi, Damien. And Christina, I think in Ohio. Hi, Christina. And then I've done some work with some other families just using tools that I companies that I used to train for and as teacher and working with kids and parents and training other teachers in a communication model that is very, very empowering and allows kids and parents to communicate in a very respectful, non-stressful way, which is, you know, a really good thing right now. And then also just on some parenting with ethics or parenting with love and compassion how do we relate to our kids and empower them to become the adults that we want to encourage them to become? You know, we get to, we're borrowing them, right? We don't get to totally program them, but we do have a great responsibility in helping them and empowering and equipping them to become responsible, contributing, happy, healthy members of society. So I don't have those on the website and I really just kind of put it out there as needed because the people that need or are requesting coaching or mentoring or training somehow seem to find me and that works. So the rates are the same and those are on the website. So let me know if I can help you. I am so, so willing and interested in doing that. I think families are my passion and helping and especially spiritual education, but this communicating and empowering each other is, is huge, and right now we all need that. So anyway, that's all out there. I just want to say thank you so much. I greatly appreciate all of you and your correspondence, and let's just send each other love and patience and know that greatness is just around the corner. All right, y'all. Take care, and until next time, namaste.